Manual Cinema's Adaptation of Frankenstein It is supposed that our most ancient cave-dwelling predecessors told supernatural cautionary tales of adventure that included encounters with fantastic creatures, their flickering fires casting outsized, ominous, and at times grotesque shadows on the wall amplified the sense of dread and danger. Add the slow beating of a drum, mimicking the ever-increasing beating of hearts, mixing with the mysterious sounds of nature lurking in the darkness, and you begin to see the primeval recipe that manual cinema has tapped into in their telling of their version of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer at ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com and theater reviewer for ChicagoTheaterAndArts.com. Manual Cinema's production of Frankenstein is a singular theatrical experience that has elements of street theater and silent film. The company mixes live action, silhouettes, puppets, shadow puppetry, masks, video, slide projection, and all manner of theatrical techniques, ancient and modern, to create a captivating monochromatic video mashup reminiscent of a Nickelodeon feature, assembled and projected on stage before your eyes. Mary Shelley is considered to be one of the great novelists of the 19th century, and this particular homage to the 100th anniversary of her classic Gothic masterpiece is in good hands. Act 1 provides some biographical insight of the author, including particular incidents in her life that no doubt influenced her writing of the story that would come to define her career. The well-known challenge of who can write the best ghost story that she proffers to her husband Percy and his friend Lord Byron, both accomplished writers in their own right, sets the stage for the telling of the tale in Act 2. In this version... The obsessive Victor Frankenstein secretly toils in the clock tower of his university to devise a way to reanimate the dead, finally finding success after seemingly endless attempts and combinations of chemistry, physiology, and the still relatively poorly understood power of electricity that culminate in the emergence of the creature. Neither human nor not human, neither dead nor alive, the creature is the embodiment of anguish, loneliness, and unhappiness, desiring only to be accepted and embraced by the people it encounters. It's my view that in this story, the creature represents death himself. After escaping the confines of the laboratory, the creature wanders the world while Victor Frankenstein pursues him. Frankenstein is trying to catch up with the creature with hopes of controlling it and therefore controlling death. It's a metaphor for trying to manage and control his own mortality. But in the end, the creature and death wins out. No doubt Mary Shelley was commenting on her own desire to overcome death and deal with the great sorrows that had befallen her. In this court theater production in Hyde Park on the campus of the University of Chicago, the roles of Mary Shelley and Victor Frankenstein are both played by the visually expressive Sarah Fornace. The rest of the ensemble, Julia Van Arsdale Miller, Leah Casey, Sarah Sawicki, and Myra Sue, 
play all of the various other parts, while also manipulating puppets and attending to the myriad technology that includes an array of overhead projectors and video cameras, in addition to onstage costume, wig, and mask changes. After the performance, the audience is invited to come on stage and experiment with some of the technology and get a closer look at the props and process. This world premiere adaptation of Mary Shelley's novel is by Drew Durr, with production devised by Manual Cinema co-founders Durr, Sarah Fornace, and Julia Van Arsdale Miller. The evocative and at times haunting avant-garde musical score composed by Kyle Wegner and Ben Kaufman is brilliantly performed by onstage musicians Zachary Good, Deidre Huckabay, Leah Cole, and Peter Ferry. This is a unique theatrical experience that should not be missed. Frankenstein is at the Court Theater, 5535 South Ellis Avenue in Chicago, through December 2, 2018. Tickets are available at the box office by calling 773-753-4472 or visit www.courttheater.org. Thanks to Scatterplot for the use of his song, Foster Avenue Beach, which you can find at Spotify. This is Reno Lovison. To read more of my reviews, visit chicagotheaterandarts.com. To find more podcasts and videos related to activities in Chicago, visit chicagobroadcastingnetwork.com or follow us on Facebook.